Who and what caused the Capitol assault? Yesterday, the growing schism in America opened wider when a mob, allegedly Trump supporters, from the mostly peaceful assembly of Americans critical of an election rife with irregularities, broke into the U.S. Capitol. As of this writing, some are asking whether the mobsters who broke windows and scaled walls at the Capitol may have been members of Antifa wearing MAGA hats in order to cause the explosion of rage at Trump that ensued and to stop Senators Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley from making their case regarding the unconstitutionality of the election processes in Pennsylvania and Georgia. It's true that all Antifians would need do to lead the dull, corrupt sheeple at CNN, the New York Times, and Washington Post to report conclusively that Trump supporters had breached the Senate chamber was wear MAGA hats. No investigation would be necessary, no proof needed for leftists to assume appearances are reality. Leftists wouldn't demand the kind of conclusive proof they demand before they'll pursue, for example, allegations of voter fraud. The New York Times demanded Twitter King Jack Dorsey shut down Trump's Twitter account, the main way Trump circumvents the Democrat propaganda machines. And right on cue, Dorsey shut it down for 12 hours and maybe even forever, he said. That should help the certification process move forward with no inconvenient interference from constitutional scholars Cruz and Hawley. Time, cooler heads, and a thorough investigation should reveal all. And when that happens, I'm sure the social justice warriors among us will demand the guilty be held to the exact standards every criminal during the 2020 mostly peaceful protests was held. Following in the footsteps of 2020's lawless rioters, looters, and arsons, the anarchists yesterday engaged in a lawless attack on one of the central symbols of our constitutional republic. While during the summer of 2020, leftist barbarians chose as their targets police officers, businesses, and the homes of conservatives, yesterday's barbarians chose the seat of our now dysfunctional and corrupt government. It was a sorry spectacle. It was not, however, Donald Trump's fault. President Trump did not cause the anger that boils all over the country. Trump's presidency has exposed the seething anger that has been simmering for years. As the left assumed more and more control over the institutions of American life, canceling and corrupting everything they touched, grievances grew. When the often brusque, boorish, and pugilistic Trump became president, the tectonic plates of American life began shifting. Aggrieved parties felt they had a voice, or felt that even if Trump wasn't their voice exactly, he broke through the suffocating cloud of oppression. In rushed the air oppressed conservatives needed to speak. Progressives, feeling the ground vibrating beneath them, responded with the rage of tyrants whose control is threatened. CNN, the New York Times, Washington Post, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Congressional Democrats, and the DNC colluded to take down Trump and trample anyone, including even teens from Kentucky, who dared to express an idea that might inspire timorous conservatives. Then came a trembler, the unloved, improperly tutored monsters created in Frankenstein's laboratories for the education of dystopians, also called public schools, 
burst into our streets with baseball bats, Molotov cocktails, and hatred manufactured by critical race theorists and other assorted antisocial deviants. Like Victor Frankenstein's monster, our creatures are the victims of a culture that has denied them what they needed in deference to the desires of selfish adults. In a First Things article titled The Fury of the Fatherless, Mary Eberstadt writes about the effects of three interrelated losses millennials and Generation Zers have experienced, the loss of family, faith, and patriotism. These losses have shaped both those on the left as well as on the alt-right and far-right, and I quote her, The explosive events of 2020 are but the latest eruption along a fault line running through our already unstable lives. That eruption exposes the threefold crisis of filial attachment that has beset the Western world for more than half a century. Deprived of father, lowercase f, father, uppercase, that is God, and patria, a critical mass of humanity has become socially dysfunctional on a scale not seen before. This is especially true of the young. The frantic flight to collective political identities has primordial, not transient, origins. The riots amount to social dysfunction on parade. Six decades of social science have established that the most efficient way to increase dysfunction is to increase fatherlessness. And this the United States has done for two generations now. End quote. Next came another trembler, when the axis of evil, big tech, social media, mainstream news media, and the Democrat Party, colluded to ensure befuddled Biden's election. And then came the spineless retreat of the company man, Mitch McConnell. On Wednesday, U.S. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said on the Senate floor that objections to the Electoral College results constitute hastening down a poisonous path and cowardice in defeat and would put democracy in a death spiral and would damage the republic forever. Seriously, he said all that. Hastening? I guess to a turtle, this long-needed confrontation with principle-free Democrats looks like hastening, but to many others, it is long overdue and interminably slow in coming. It's clear now that McConnell is blind to the fact that democracy in America has been in a death spiral for decades. While two of Congress's brightest, most gifted constitutional minds, Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, argue that the Constitution has been so egregiously abused that our republic is imperiled, mealy-mouthed McConnell says addressing their concerns about this manifestly unconstitutional and unjust certification damages the republic forever. Does he think every last Republican in America is as ignorant as most of his colleagues? The republic has been damaged by Democrats and cowardly Republicans with principles softer than overcooked pasta and no vision. And McConnell is facilitating that damage. McConnell, the pedant of the Senate, is hastening the death of America. To humiliate conservatives into silence about the shady election, the mainstream press likes to cite QAnon pedophile rings in the Kraken, while zipping up those chattering lips when it comes to Russian collusion, peeing prostitutes, Joe Biden's collusion with Hunter Biden, and the following, mid-election polling place shutdowns, ballot harvesting, 
uninitialed, unverified mail-in votes, ballot numbers surpassing numbers of registered voters, votes cast by persons no longer living in state, votes counted that arrived too early or too late, vote buying, interference with election observers. Arrogant and or cowardly Republicans echo the words of the culture destroyers saying, there's no proof of voter fraud. Proof then appears and they say, there's no proof of voter fraud sufficient to change results. But that's what investigations and audits are for, to determine the nature and extent of voter fraud, or I mean, voter irregularities. While the left, with the long view and big picture always in front of their darkened minds, keep taking those baby steps toward complete cultural control, Republicans ignore and dismiss those baby steps and then one day awaken to find angry hordes of young zombies gnawing and clawing their ways into their stores, homes, schools, and children's minds. Some of those baby steps include deep-pocketed progressives pouring money into local elections, including even school board elections, to slowly turn red states a depressing blue. Some of those baby steps include finding those last remaining necessary ballots to secure a win in a necessary battleground state. Blame the mayhem, lawlessness, and fury on Trump if it makes you feel better, you know, so you can return to your somnolence. Just know that the mayhem, lawlessness, and fury won't go away until the foundations of family, faith, and government are restored, which will take courage sacrifice, and really hard work.